If you want to grow revenue, you need to consider your brand. A strong brand reduces friction, while a weak brand may be eroding your trust. How do you build a strong brand? Well, my friend Arjun Sen is the brand whisperer. When I have questions about branding, this is who I call. Today, Arjun is going to share what it means to build an authentic brand. We're talking about way more than a new logo or corporate color set. Instead, we'll explore the key pieces of a brand that builds trust and helps accelerate growth. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, Revenue Growth Architect, helping great companies grow revenue. Do you have a revenue growth plan for your business? Earlier today, I was working with the leadership team of a growing regional technology provider. Despite the setbacks that they have experienced with the current health crisis and economic challenges, I witnessed a team of business leaders focused on strategy and execution. And while their business has taken some hits, they are not taking the hits lying down. They are working to build their future. Companies like this are truly inspiring to me. And as we begin this episode, I want to encourage you to keep moving forward. As we say at the C-Suite Network, this is the time to drive and thrive. Today, we're going to talk about your brand. Specifically, we're going to talk about how your brand drives growth. Now, before you start thinking of logos and fonts and color schemes, the perspective our guest brings is much broader and much more strategic. Our guest today is Arjun Sen. He is known as the brand whisperer. And when you hear what he has to say, you'll quickly realize that this is the perfect name for him. He was the vice president of marketing and operations at Papa John's Pizza, where he was part of the core team that built their online business, now worth more than $1 billion a year. He also led the 3,000 restaurant chain to four years of record growth. Arjun also held senior marketing positions at Boston Market, Pizza Hut, and Jillian's Entertainment. Today, Arjun is the president of Zen Mango, where he helps recognize brands like Dish Network, Walgreens, DaVita, and Tiger Woods take the next big step to win big. Arjun is a fellow C-Suite Network advisor and the host of the Secrets to Win Big podcast on the C-Suite Radio Network. Today, we are going to talk about your brand. Get ready to take some notes and write down some action items. This is going to be good. And we're going to join this conversation after a brief word from our sponsors. Arjun, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here today. Oh, it's truly a pleasure, Daryl. And first of all, I want to congratulate you on your book, Revenue Growth Engine, How to Align Sales and Marketing to Accelerate Growth, and a book from somebody who actually has done it is really what the world needed. 
Thank you again. Congratulations. <laughs> well, you're welcome. And uh, and speaking of someone who's actually done it, uh, you know, when I look back at, at, I love hanging out with you because there's always incredible stories of, of just the journey along the way you've taken. And as we get started, uh, I think it'd be great if you could give some context to our listeners in terms of the, the path you've taken to, to arrive at where you are today. Yeah, so to me, I have been in the restaurant industry for a while and my last corporate job was, uh, I was VP of Marketing and Operations Services for Papa John's. And it was very important for me for the first time to see both worlds together because as marketing, we sometimes think of these brilliant ideas, launch them. And we still declare ourselves winner and blame operators for not being able to do it. Yes. And then I started consulting primarily to be a dad first. And that's where the journey started. So today I work with brands in hospitality, retail, uh, to sports, in every possible world with literally one promise is take brands beyond and help them to win big. And again, I just want to come back to what when I read the title of your book, it hit me because it does not matter how good you were yesterday. It's the accelerating of the growth that matters. Think for a second. If I was your football team's coach, I took the team to playoffs this year, I get a bonus. Next year, I get fired. Yeah, exactly. Just taking the first round of the playoffs. So I really think what level. you do is so connected to what I do, but I'm more in the consumer space. Well, and, but I think there's so much to be learned um, from from the consumer space because even and and you know as as our listeners know, I've grown up in the B two B world. But really, um, as uh, as the title of one one book I've got in my stack to read right now, B two B is P to P. You know, is there is even in business to business, there there's always people involved. There just happen to be multiple decision makers and influencers, so it's a little more complicated. But the reality is, you know, at, at the end of the day, we sell to people. It doesn't matter whether, you know, you're selling uh, a restaurant selling pizza or whether you're a SaaS company selling, you know, an enterprise level software and solution or whether you're selling janitorial service. It really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, there are people on the other end. And there's also a brand involved. And, um, you know, it's it, and, and our listeners need to know if I ever have questions about brand if I ever have, uh, you know, if want insights about branding, this is the guy I'm going to call because um, I, I think that, you know, when you look at, and this is what I'm really curious to, to talk about today uh, as we get started is if you think about revenue growth and you think about, yeah, we got to, we made the playoffs, we got to get further next year, we got to keep moving forward. In what ways do you see a company's brand helping accelerate or in some cases decelerate, slow down their revenue growth. Like as a company, walk me through what I should be thinking about the importance of my brand related to growth. So to me, first thing is to understand what is branding. Branding is a perception. To me, you and I, for you to give me a contract, you need to think perception wise based on the perception you have of me. I am your highest plausible, probable chance for future success. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because for you to select me, that means you have an opportunity cost because you don't have a second chance. Okay. And perception is reality. And that's mm -hmm. the part where the perception that we create 
And this is the part where one of the things many a time, if I came to sell to a B2B to you, we sometimes talk about past success. Past success does not help Daryl see what Arjun can do. So I have a very simple three-step formula is past success is the what, then is the so what, make it universal. But then create the context to move to now what is now I can show Daryl that I get it and you and I can start brainstorming on what we do together and that will help me go forward. But the whole thing has to be done in a branded way and branding to me is consistent, clear on what Arjun does, but more importantly, what Arjun does not do. Like that's the place where I get into trouble is lack of focus mm-hmm. creates confusion about a brand. And every top CEO I work with, most of these guys start their day by saying, this is what I do not do. <laughs> that's good. And that's, that's so good. powerful. But, you know, it, it is, I, what you're saying is, is so in line because if you think about, you know, for your client, for your prospect to move forward with you, there's got to be trust mm-hmm. and inconsistent branding um, erodes trust. I get nervous, right? It just doesn't feel right. And, and it holds me back. And, um, and obviously, you know, and, and I think our listeners know this, but I think this, this bears uh, mention is when we're talking about branding, we're talking about more than your logo. We're talking about more than your, you know, your color scheme and your Pantones and all of that. We're talking, when you say brand, Arjun, what, what would you say is, you know, what does that encompass? So visualize, Daryl, in your mind, there's a blank billboard. Okay. You didn't know Arjun. So which means the billboard was blank. Still, it's a neutral place, no perception. It's still better mm-hmm. than negative perception. Then everything you see here, get from me, like this visual of everything behind me, all those get plastered there. And based on situation, they create an image Mm. of what Arjun is, which means nothing can be ignored. I'll give an example. I was experimenting even on Zoom. Right here, I would keep a bottle of medication turned upside down. (laughs) I found three cases where people were trying to take pictures and focus right there because what I created was a distraction for the brand. Yes. And distraction means you're not paying attention to what I'm going through. So to me, just remember, it's a billboard. And everything has consequences. And the second part also is building takes a lot of time, but eroding happens much faster. Mm-hmm. It's just like trust. The word that you use is trust is such an important trust is one. Consistency is one. And expecting that you will be there tomorrow and beyond. All these are important because you don't want that one player who will be amazing one time but you really want consistent, just like a marriage, it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is so important. And I think, you know, a lot of, obviously at the enterprise level, companies spend a lot of time on their brand and message and you have entire departments working on that. But when you get down to the mid-market and you get to the, the small business and even the micro business level, you know, branding a lot of times I think uh, becomes something like, uh, "Oh, we're going to get a new logo, or we're going to, you know, we're going to rebrand, right?" And and it's really more than that. It it's, it sounds to me like as as you're thinking about branding, it's really just kind of a mindset to say that 
hey, we are going to be consistent in what we say, how we present ourselves. So the stuff that shows up on that blank canvas, uh, that blank billboard is going to be, it's going to paint a picture that someone wants to look at. And be authentic. I'll give a very goofy example, okay? And this is relevant to every one of us. Two years back, after posting a speaking video, which I was very proud of, my daughter brought to my attention that my friends, so-called friends on Facebook, have taken five pictures of Arjun and put this contest, who is the cutest of them all. <laughs> First, I was upset. <laughs> then, you know, with age, I realized Arjun take ownership. Okay. These are all pictures of Arjun at different phases in the last four years. One has gray hair, one has a goatee. And then I realized they didn't fail Photoshop these. These are actual pictures. So what it helped me understand that for even a micro entrepreneur, this is my brand. Yeah. If this changes, people act goofy. Now to take it to the next level, what I did was I took picture of me, we, white shirt, blue shirt, jacket, six, eight of these, put it on LinkedIn, second generation, and ask very simple questions. What I found is Arjun in a lighter color shirt or a v-neck with a jacket is three to four X more credible. Wow. So think, if this was a dating site and I was going to meet my wife Chitra <laughs> for the first time, I would rather wear what puts me on the fifth mile, not minus five miles on my first date with my wife. And I really think branding is every small details and the word you used, I think is very important, consistent. I would also say authentic. Mm -hmm. Those two are very important because small brands can be easier to be authentic because you control the message. So just be you every time. Like every time I see you, you are the same professional self. You have the logo, not over, it's a beautifully done logo. So think if your logo was plastered in a big way right here. Yeah, it just kills the brand. Like to me, I think that's the part where the final question I would ask is, what do you want people to get in their language, listening to you, hearing you? That's what the brand is. Brand is in their mind, not what you think it is. I love the I love the attention to detail though in terms of thinking about um, you know how you pr even present yourself and and going to the marketplace going to your clients your friends and saying which is the best way and then once you hear that going okay I'm going to stick with that I'm going to show up every time you know mm -hmm. looking the same way uh, so that that brand is is consistent I'm not going to see you. Um, look, you know, one, one day looking like you look today, another day in a t-shirt and shorts the next day we wouldn't, by the way, I don't think dress code wise in any company, we, we, we would do that, but we do that. We're inconsistent in so many other ways, um, that, that we present ourselves, especially if we've got a team of people, um, you know, where, where do you see, where's like, if I'm a company there, if there's so much there's so much to learn. There's so much to learn from the restaurant business. Mm -hmm. I think the restaurant business, and I, I mean, you think Papa John's better ingredients, better pizza. So I can see the brand. I can say the tagline. Um, great job, <laughs> by the way. I know that, right? 
Um, but, but what are some things do you think, um, just like if I'm a small business or if I'm a medium business, I don't have an enterprise branding team, um, or a half million dollar a year ad agency working, working for me. Where, where is the low hanging fruit in terms of improving my brand and consistency? So to me, I would put two bigger picture thoughts to judge everything by. One is what we already talked about is what would the person on the other side take away from this in his or her language? Okay, that's very important. And the second part is as we start going through, be in the present every time. Okay? Anytime I send an email, before I press the button send, which is very easy to do, I pause and I ask, when Daryl gets it, will Daryl feel only Arjun, send this to only Daryl, only today? Wow. Because that is so, like to me, that's the authenticity. And these are very simple things we can do because for a small business, we need to have a highest ROI of effort. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have competing with small doesn't mean you don't compete with the bigger brands. Every big brand wants every dollar they can get. Right. And that's the reason, you know, at Zen Mango, we have this internally, we believe in, we are all in the feeling business. Okay. Feelings connect, and that's where you have relationships. Like, there are times I go to Starbucks, even though in the neighborhood because it's convenient, but I hide because one of my best friends owns a coffee shop in the neighborhood. Okay, she's amazing. I cheat on her. Okay, I'm sorry. I said that here for the first time, but it hurts because I'm in a relationship with her brand. Yeah. Every time yeah, I yeah. cheat, I just go back and spend more money later. But I think that's what you want. And, and it starts with, you looking at their language, speaking their language, but taking that example of simple email that we sent. Make sure every email is only Arjun, giving a message to only Daryl about something only today. Daryl cannot ignore that email, cannot. I love that because I think that in some ways branding, um, in some ways branding has a stigma in terms of we're just gonna create this fake artificial image of, of the company. And I love your perspective of saying, no, no, it's the exact opposite. We're going to project an authentic image of who we are as a company or who I am as a person. This is great, by the way, for the sales professionals listening in and sales leaders, because we live in a world right now. I mean, this is a post-trust world. It was the word of the year in 2018, I believe. You know, we live in a post-trust world. So, you know, how in the world are we going to generate trust? Well, trust only happens in a, in a world of, of authenticity. And so to think about your personal brand and then to think about your corporate brand, uh, whatever size organization you have, how can we make that brand more personal, genuine, and authentic? That's powerful. So if I may add one thing you said very powerful is authenticity. Authenticity also comes from not spending money on random branding. Okay. You know, I wish I looked like Tom Cruise. Don't we all. Don't we all. (laughs) So I have to work with who I am Mm -hmm. and present because to me, that's the part where somebody else coming and creating a website for you 
even though it's the jazziest of website and I'll just just like an email I want to give an example on a website is a website is an operations tool it's not a marketing tool I did this work quite a few years back with Apple I just reached out to them by saying your website doesn't work because I cannot go and find out where the nearest location is how to book the genius bar but I know everything about what you want to tell me so think if you want to start your website with very simple these are my five target audiences mm-hmm. when they come to the website group one this is what they need let's say just to keep it simple three groups two tasks each six prioritize and then your website has to deliver that then you add little look and feel to be consistent to show it's your site mm-hmm. that's it you don't have to go and spend that's not a thirty thousand forty thousand dollar solution that we don't need it's a two thousand three thousand dollar solution if you do the homework right and bring your sales your sales team knows already who our customers are mm-hmm. why they come to the website so take the knowledge from them now you have a wow website that's branding branding is not spending money cannot be delegated i love it authenticity experience thinking about the client experience thinking about um from every touch point they have with the company is is it an experience that builds your brand or is it an experience that that takes away from it and that is a super practical idea for every organization to look at, right? I mean, it's a great, you know, at the end of this podcast, just look at your website through the eyes of that, um, that ideal client and what do they want to accomplish? And is it easy or hard to do? Um, and you know, if it's hard, just, you know, you're in good company, Apple made it hard. (laughs) So, you know, you, but what can we do to make that experience, um, and thus the brand really wonderful? and helpful and trust building. And I think, you know, to me, I have this bad habit of tallying words people say. And to me, I think if you go through the thing that you have helped me learn in this conversation is the word trust. Okay. Mm -hmm. The trust has been such a big part of what you have done because that is what gets you chance for long-term success. Okay. Mm -hmm. Trust means relationships. Okay. Relationships means getting to know the person. And when I was married, first five, first anniversary, I gave her this camera that I always wanted. Okay. Emphasis <laughs> is what I always wanted. Of course, then that idiot Arjun was surprised she didn't. She's like, oh, okay, camera. I'm like $250, like for a grad student, just a big money. <laughs> of course, that marriage didn't last. You know whose fault it is. You don't go there. So what I have learned is we are human beings. So at Zen Mango, we just follow this eight words, which are priceless for us is see human, Mm -hmm. think human, then you feel human, then you act human. You cannot just act like think in marriages and relationship, it takes years to know people, which means from day one, you start paying attention. So it's see, then you think, then you feel, and then you act. I think that is, and that is a culture, even if you have a team of one, mm-hmm. a team of five, to get everybody aligned on this kind of a vision, the email vision that we talked about, because then what happens, the power of five people in a small company being aligned, that's what makes a brand. Because now I start seeing from anybody in Daryl's team, 
Now I start seeing, oh, these guys got their act together. All of them are focused on accelerating my revenue growth. So why do I work with anybody else? I want my team to be as aligned as Daryl's team. So that's your brand. And that's, that's so what my request would be. Yeah, that's so good. And one of my one of my takeaways from this conversation is how aligned branding is with processes and just that consistent um, experience all the way through. And it's got to be genuine. It's got to be authentic. And uh, as uh, as as my good friend uh, Scott McGregor says, people over everything, right? I mean, that's the that is the the standard. And I love the pause. I I'm gonna I love the pause before you send that email. Will you tell us one more time as we wrap up. What you, what you think before you send an email, because this is priceless. Yes, so to me, if I send an email to Daryl, I really want to make sure that Darryl, that email, when Daryl receives it, he will feel, that's the disclaimer. It's not about what I think, it doesn't matter. Daryl will feel only Arjun, only Arjun. email only to Daryl. Only to me. Only about something, only today. So only that today. time, Person relevance is very important and that cannot be ignored. Just think, if I send you an email to 10 people in C-Suite's network, hey, I'm just stuck at that net in a intersection, cars are locked up. You may think nine other people will help because you are really busy, you know, mm-hmm. and then you'll call me in half an hour. But if I send that email only to you, buddy, you have to respond. You have to respond because now it's you. Oh, that's so good. What a fantastic conversation. Arjun, it's always fun when we get together and I knew you were going to bring incredible value to uh, to the Revenue Growth Podcast audience today and you have over-delivered as usual. So thank you. Any parting words as we, uh, as we get ready to wrap up our conversation today? Yeah, just buy one book. <laughs> Revenue Growth Engine. <laughs> If you don't have it, your competition is reading the book. Come on, let's get that book. Ah, and, and when you put that in the shopping cart, you're going to put Arjun's Customer Karma in as well, right? Absolutely. And also my podcast, which I'm very proud of, Secrets yes. to Big. And I'm just bringing leaders from all walks of life, from all over the world to help all of us see that each one of us can be an amazing leader in our own path. There's not one type, one path. So really proud. Just please subscribe, uh, follow any you know feedback you have. But again, there is such a pleasure being here talking to you and learning from you. As trust always. Is the word. Trust is the word I'm taking. Trust you. is the word and trust is everything. And you've given us a lot of insight today on how to build trust uh, with our brand. So thank you for that. Um, we'll put the links to your po- new podcast and the show notes, all of that. You're going to want to get to know more about uh, Arjun and all the ideas. This, this man is a fountain of enthusiasm and ideas every time I meet him. And he may be the most helpful human being I've ever met on the planet. So you're going to want to get to know this man. But uh, thank you, Arjun. Thank you, everybody else. Uh, thank you, everyone who is sharing the podcast. Leaving a review is so helpful as we spread the word on revenue growth, because as we've been saying on C-Suite Radio, this is the time to drive and thrive. This is the time for all of us, um, whether you're a business owner, you lead a sales team, you run a marketing department, it is all time for us to work together, work strategically to chart a path towards the future. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for being leaders. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.